I said a hip hop, a hip it, a hip it, a hip hip hop, and then you don't stop rocking to the bang bang boogie. Sit up, jump the boogie to the rhythm of the boogity boot. Skiddy doo bop, scoob bop, scooby doo, and guess what? America, we love you. Have you ever been over a friend's house to eat and the food just ain't no good? I mean, the macaroni soggy, the peas are moist, and the chicken tastes like wood. Biff, why can't you borrow money from a leprechaun? Oh, yeah. Why can't you, brother? <laughs> They're always a little short. <laughs> Let me tell you something, brother. That joke did not make me laugh. Why? And you're going to bring jokes like that to the ring? <laughs> I'm not going to even finish that promo. What's the next joke, brother? <laughs> uh, why, why do leprechauns make terrible comedians? Why do leprechauns make terrible comedians? Hmm. I don't know. Probably because they're a jabroni. <laughs> the jokes fall a little short. <laughs> but your punchline was better, Biff. <laughs> My jokes are funny because I am the cream. And the cream rises to the top. Oh, yeah. Welcome to Carnival Personnel <laughs> Podcast. This is Biff. I'm Jacques. Let me tell you something, brother. This has really hurt my voice. I don't like doing it. I do not care for it. I probably won't continue. Hi, this is Joe. Uh, when I do the Gilbert thing to open a show, it hurts. It literally, like I tried to do a whole five-minute set once at Gilbert, pulled out three minutes in. You gotta, You got to really... Hit the you got you have to find a nice resting nice resting spot. You don't want to you don't want to rely too much on the tonsils. You gotta find a nice little zone up and up in the nasal area. You gotta talk more Jewish. I, uh, and I say that because I'm Gilbert Godfrey, <laughs> not uh, because I'm an anti-Semite. I have five three-dollar dick bucks. If you can do a minute of Gilbert. Without squinting, can go. You, you can't do it, can you? Why would I want to? You, you know what? All. You know what? You're right. You're squinting right. Squinting is half the fun. <laughs> That's how I can shut out the world, <laughs> and so I don't <laughs> feel your judging eyes staring back at me. Uh, Joe, we have been on such a roll with guests, and no, 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 no. I will correct you. Okay, you have been on such a role booking guests because if it were up to me, we would have stopped this podcast four years ago. Uh, five, I think. Not, not uh, well, actually you, but uh, no, last week, you know, we had uh, Dave LaPointe, who host of, of, of Complaints and Observation, who I dare 
any listener to notice if he subbed in for me, if we, me or you, if, if we would notice. Um, yeah, he's articulate, so yes, people would notice. That's yeah. true. That's true. That is true. And he, and he will not go to the store and pajama bottoms and an oversized ripped T-shirt that should have been thrown out four years ago. No. He has no time in his life for the people of Walmart. <laughs> uh, or me. Uh, that's how I rock the world. Uh, and also, and next week's guest, dude, we have, you know, a very funny comedian who also is a world-renowned concert pianist who, um, uh, what did she just play recently as we talked about with her on the podcast? Um, I don't She She practiced very hard to get it. there. Uh, you know, it's some sort of a venue, a hall, if you will. Maybe it was bequeathed upon the city by, a, um, you know, one of those uh, philanthropists from the 19th century, 20th century. Um, Carnegie. Yeah, that's it. Carnegie <laughs> Hall. A philanthropist who raped and pillaged the nation, but, you know, left behind some libraries and a nice concert hall. Yes. Uh, yes, he, he paid for persons but we um but we did we you know and that and that that podcast it's almost like joe and i talk it's like why do we do these regular ones if we have these guests but then in a few weeks we just had a hysterical conversation we say hysterical a definitely delightful teetered on hysterical conversation with uh the great tony v yep yep and, and no and no no thanks to me i uh, <laughs> did not bring that conversation up nor down, actually. I just, you know, kind of was there. Um, this drops in a couple days, but hopefully Joe and I are able to go see next Saturday. Um, Tony opened for his very good friend, Bobcat Goldway. Goldthwait, even. Goldthwait. I have problems pronouncing that I know. I, I, you know no, what? No, no, shame on me. No. Why, sh- why am I doing this to you? Because I, I learn. No, I, that's... <laughs> I don't learn. You don't I learn. learn. I yeah. should. What do you tell a podcast host with two black eyes? Anyways. Nothing. You told them twice already. <laughs> um, but, but yeah. And, and, and again, the circle of friends that, yes, we have become friends with. Joe has become friends with John Tobin and Jim McHugh. To, to the point where I'm going to tell a Jim McHugh story in a second. But it was John Tobin. Uh, you know, I reached out to you know John Tobin. He's like, yeah. You know, here's how to get a hold of Tony and tell him I told you to get him. And our friend Lauren Sims said, yeah, uh, I'm going to reach out for Tony for you guys, too. So it's just great that all these people that a couple years ago I'm paying 20, 30 bucks to go see, I'm now paying 40 with. bucks. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we got to pay his rate. I mean, his time is worth money. Oh, I mean, we- especially he took time out of his day in Aruba to chat with you yeah i know i don't i think we sandbagged him with the idea of talking to me i think he he was talking to one person under protest he didn't realize it would be a pair of boobs oh you know i forgot to thank him for his professionalism honestly he texts me apologizing he's going to be running a couple minutes late and literally uh, 402 he was on you know what i mean i mean it was it's like dude I, you can't teach that no, you can't. And and honestly, it was just a great talk about, you know, his career, but also like comedians who help people who went on to do amazing things, who are reaching back, helping, 
or, or saying thank you in different ways. Bill Burr having him open in Fenway, Mike Donovan having, or Joe Rogan having Mike Donovan on to promote his book and, and that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and, and to be in this circle. And I got to take a second to, um, to just sing the praises once again of, of my beloved, you know, uh, soulmate Joe here. A um, couple weeks ago, I got to host. It was the first time hosting for a Jim McHugh show that he headlined, and Joe was instrumental helping me run that show. He really was. You know, uh, before that show, we talked a lot with, with Mr. McHugh about a live stream podcast he wants to do. Joe had way too much sensible things he was throwing out. And the following week, you know, I went up to Portsmouth so we could just do a live stream. Joe couldn't make it. Um, but the whole time, you know, he's like, hey, you know, thank him again. I'm going to try to do another live thing next week. Can he show up? And yesterday uh, at the recording of the show, Joe did. Joe showed up at, at City Winery, was, again, instrumental uh, and, and helping and helping Jim with this live stream podcast. He's trying to get up and running in order to um, kind of step up the social media presence of the Boston Comedy Festival, which is the end of this month. Uh, but truly, uh, it, just driving up you know, to me with the show, Joe, and, and the helping with the McHugh. And I also got to say, uh, there's nothing in it for Joe. <laughs> no, that I will correct you. That was that lovely chicken dinner that I ate with a spoon. Because <laughs> <laughs> I am a simpleton. I am a boob. Two boobs. I'm two boobs in one. I am a fool. But you know what? I, I, I stuck with it. I stuck you, with you, it. You you committed. So yeah. so, so we're in, we're in the green room. City Winery is kind of a foo-foo-y place. It, it's kind of high end. It really is. Yeah. And, and they bring in. You know, I made the mistake of ordering the the flatbread like pizza, and I forgot it's a foo-foo place. So they're going to uh, foo-foo it up. Uh, yeah. yeah. What, what, what right. do you what do you say? They accidentally, they accidentally dropped it on the lawn. And uh, got all this green stuff on it. So you the know, freshly you cut lawn. The freshly yes. cut lawn. Right, fresh from Fenway. And they just, you know, you had to pick off the shavings. And I think you took a bite. Yeah, yeah, I took, it was. But but Joe got this chicken. And dinner. then like a homeless person, I'm sorry, not a house <laughs> person, was at the window with his face <laughs> pressed up against the glass, looking at you throw the away the entire flat. Of an angel. <laughs> Um, so they bring in Joe's foo-foo chicken thing and there's utensils in the room, like, you know, and the fancy napkins wrapped up. So they just wrapped up. <laughs> so they put the dish in front of him with this giant spoon that I think you're supposed to scoop up like the sauce and dip it on. And then so and Joe starts and, and the other comedian in the room turns to me and goes, are you going to with a spoon? Yeah. And I said, yes. Yep. And I, and I looked at him like he was the idiot. And I go, yeah. Doesn't everybody? Like, I'm. this is the new way to eat chicken. And it, you know what? The chicken was so tender, I didn't even need a fork and knife. And, yep. I, you know, it, was, it it came right off the bone. It was delicious. Um, you know. Uh, it's it, like the Seinfeld episode where everybody's eating the chocolate bar with the knife and fork. You know, no, it's no. Like, it's what George inter introduces the, the, oh, the right. knife and fork. And, he, and everybody around him is like, what are you doing? He's like. I'm having dessert. Yeah, a chocolate bar. Yeah, with a knife and fork. <laughs> what am I, an animal? What, I'm going to eat with my hands? 
but the look of yeah, you're the idiot you, yeah. you gave was it. but but here's the funny thing there's nothing in it for Joe like like to get down to Boston on a Friday pain in the ass uh, hey can you come help for an hour turns out to be two hours turns out where Jim says hey do you want to go up and do a set which turns out to be yeah we're going to stay for the whole show it was a six hour commitment again for Joe but with nothing out of it except, you know, quality time with a really good comedian uh, and me. Um, and, 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 and McHugh is completely thankful and Joe bamboozles him into he knows what he's talking about because he does. On the other hand, um, I have a theory that kids are stupid. And, and I stand by that because there's a great number of young comics, early-ish 20s to mid-30s, who are in the IT field whose Instagram and, and their Twitter page, you know, their bio says, you know, comedian, content creator, videographer kind of stuff. And when Jim reached out to me, yeah, I, I'm a good producer. I'm good at conning my friend Joe into coming and setting up everything technical and, and getting people with real careers to come on the show. That's what I do. <laughs> that, that's my, my skill set. Captain uh, Charisma is what they call you. <laughs> um, and, 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 I'm thinking, oh my God, these kids who are out there doing five nights of open mics a week and 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 doing their friends book shows here or there, and maybe sometimes doing two open mics, they're gonna see, oh, gosh, the guy who is the Boston Comedy Festival, the guy who books seven different monthly shows and you know four in Maine, like two in New Hampshire and one at the city winery. I'm going to be friends with him. I'm going to be instrumental into helping him get this podcast going for the Boston Comedy Festival. It's going to be great. No. Not a one. No. I, I put out a blanket thing to a couple of chat groups with comics. I called a bunch of people. I ended up, you know, when Joe couldn't make it up for the second one, and it really worked out because we ended up, you know, I, I reached out to my nieces in their mid-20s. I'm like, you know, you guys are smart. You have smart friends. I'm trying to do X, Y, Z. Ten minutes later, one of my nieces is like, oh, my friend Eric, you know, he's a tech guy. He's an IT guy. He actually works for the company that makes the software that Jim was using anyways. Um, so, you know, completely A personality. You know what I mean? Like, like not a lot of charisma, not there to joke, there to be a tech guy, there to talk binary code, you know. Yeah. Um, Perfect. And, Perfect. Perfect. I paid him to do it on my own pocket. I'm like, yeah, I, you know, this is the, this is akin to me going to paying to go to a comedy class, you know what I mean? Or, or whatever. It's like literally paying your dues. And it's like, is it worth this? And like I said, just because I stuck around that night, here I am on another show here. I'm at city winery. I mean, and the same idiots who, when I, you know, laid out all the breadcrumbs, <laughs> you know, when I dumped it down for them are the same people that if they see me at a show will be like, hey, dude, I see your book shows all the time. What, what you, you, I've been doing it for seven years. You've been doing it for a year, uh, you know, and, and that's you're not funnier than me. How are you getting these shows? And it, it comes down to I can tell not every one of my jokes is about diarrhea or my dick. And um Hustle. When somebody says, hey, can you help set this up? I find yeah. a way to help set up. And by find a way to help set up, I call my good friend Joe, who did all the heavy lifting again. So again, honest. And then I feel you. bad because it just re resorted back to, you know, and I'm just going to use my uh, webcam and uh, my uh, my 
you know, uh, ear pods and microphone, like everything that we tried to set up didn't necessarily pan out, but you know what, we, we, we got a couple of ideas going for the next one. So I, in, in that respect, I hope I helped. No, one well, I've been trying to get the kiss philosophy across the plate. Keep it simple, stupid. And the live stream aspect, you know, yeah, he needed the extra X, Y, C. If he has a guest on, he'll need, he'll need all that stuff. If he has a guest, but he's trying to figure out a way if he goes on a cruise ship, if it, you know, how can he keep this going? And it was nice that, that Joe was the voice of reason. Who's like, you could just do it like this, <laughs> you know, but, mm. but it worked, you know, and look, the bottom line is you, you did, you took another entire night out of your life um, to watch me just suck. And, and, and I did, I, you know, I, I rewatched it today. You know, I'm honest. It's like, uh, I, I, you know, I was okay. I was okay. Okay, but I blew through a couple, you know, asides to jokes. I forgot one bit that I really like, and I finished two minutes early. And other than that, flawless, well, flawless. Thing, if, if I might add, yeah, you play to the floor because you were looking down a lot. I think you were so uncomfortable in that room or with the situation that you wouldn't like try to at least look out into the light or into the crowd and kind of make contact because you were just kind of, you know, like rain manning your way through whatever <laughs> routines were, you know, lined up in your head and you weren't making a connection maybe necessarily. And I, I like to say that it was the group of gals at the front of the stage and I was trying to look down their shirts. Yeah, that wasn't it. <laughs> like, I wish, I wish I was. At I, least... Wait, you wish you were? Yes, I, I, I. Well, I, I, I don't know. Would I rather be that or Rain Man? But, but, uh, but no, Rain it, Man. Yeah, I, <laughs> at I least, think he, so. at least he had driving skills. You know, yeah, only on Sundays, only on yeah. Sundays, and the toothpick counting, uh, second oh. or not. But um, no, I mean, look, I think uh, I think a couple of white guys ate some shit in that room. Um, not necessarily, it wasn't, you know, Showtime of the Apollo. Let's just put it that way. It wasn't exactly, you know, it wasn't that skewed demographically, but there were a lot of ladies there that were there to have a good time. There were, you know, group, when you have groups of ladies there, um, it's a different crowd. And literally the two tables up front, the way that the room is designed at the um, city winery is at the stage, if you're sitting most of the room is rectangular until you get to the stage and then it takes like a 45 or 30 degree angle and so when you're on the stage if you're looking directly out into the audience you know you're favoring one corner of the crowd and that's where like the two main tables of you know women were sitting who were there to you know see a a, a nice comedy show um and, and the rest of the crowd to be honest with you, I think the rest of the, when you play to that, those two tables in front, the rest of the crowd feel like they're just sort of like hanging back, like, oh, we're, we're interrupting their conversation. Let's have our own conversation. Then. It did. Yeah. And like you said, the three, the three middle aged white comics didn't kill that room. Um, and there's a comic who I'm not a fan of as a person and, or, or their material because it's it's mostly gratuitous. But you know what? In that room on that night, it worked. Specifically for one drunk woman. Oh, Ooh. oh, and then you know, and then you know the, uh, you know the the other comic who who gives off that cool laid backish big black guy comic kind of vibe. 
worked, you know, and, and, and both their first joke, it was funny. And both, both their jokes were like, all right, here's a graphic sex, you know, thing. And I don't do that. And it's like, it worked for them. It worked in that room. And it's like, I enjoyed seeing them. It was a, it was a, it was a good night uh, overall, but yeah, it's not the worst set I did, but by far it is. I'm just happy that Jim was downstairs still wrapping up the gear, <laughs> you know, because when I did uh, when I did the show with him the week before, much better set, you know, uh, when I hosted and stuff like that, you know, much, much better set. So I did two weeks in a row. Yeah. So I did two Saturday nights in a row in Portsmouth at, you know, McHugh's and uh, a function room at this diner, which was, you know, which is a, it's a fun room. Um the winery was interesting, but uh, but yeah, it, it's great. Um, I think Joe has Jim in a good place for uh, getting the the streaming podcast. That's the thing. He wants to go live and he wants to go on like five platforms at once. He wants to talk to some big names coming in. Um, not the biggest name in, in, in entertainment and, and hasn't been a big name in a while, but uh, I think you and I might be the most excited people that michael gross is coming to town to be part of the boston comedy festival i think uh, yeah he he's an 80s television legend you know he's like uh, you know michael he played you know uh, michael keaton uh, yeah michael keaton yeah. michael j fox no 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 <laughs> oh, alex, alex p keaton Al right now. no alex keaton michael is keaton the yes. kid michael keaton is michael gross's uh, role correct and who was uh who was his who was his smoking hot wife in that show meredith baxter bernie oh yes yeah, it was so uh so no you know so that's great i mean and that's the other thing it's like you know i mean if if joe and i are going to help with you know the podcast when it happens if we're going to be there for the boston comedy festival especially like the last two nights it's dl hughley it's Kevin Nealon, you know, and it's Michael Gross. I mean, there's there's a worse way to spend a couple days at the end of March in Boston, you know. <laughs> so so uh, I'm super excited about it. And again, like it's one of those things where there's a 10,000 hours and I have to put in the 10,000 hours of working on my jokes and material to get good. But as far as getting the opportunity to do real shows in real clubs in front of you know, 60, 70 people versus in front of the same four other open mic comics at a Tuesday night, you know, in a basement bar in Lowell. This is how you do it. You know what I mean? It's like make yourself available. It's like, you know, um, I become friends, not friendly, but actually friends in producing a couple of shows with Mike Katrobis, who has said thank you a thousand times over by putting me up at about five or six real shows over like the last couple of months. I have by the time this podcast drops, it's Saturday, but I'm doing a show for him Sunday and Monday, you know, so yeah. three shows in four days because a couple guys who are a hundred rings up, rungs up and are super nice guys. I was able to bring something to the table and that's my friend Joe to do their dirty work. So, Oh, I got to have a note for future Joe. Who's yes, future, okay. Yeah. Myself back now. Um, you were wrong. It's Stephen Keaton. Stephen Keaton, Keaton was the and Michael Keaton played Batman. Um, he did. And uh, Alex P. Keaton, of course, is Michael J. Fox. Michael Gross played Stephen Keaton, and you are a phony. And, Continue. Uh, uh, Michael Keaton, arguably the best Batman. Um, you would lose that argument with me, but uh, but a very good one. You know, top five. Yep, top five. Um, 
so so moving on um update update on management's uh car woes yeah we're still waiting she's still you know she she doesn't have a hearing from the rmv uh it's the dmv in california i always conflate them but the rmv here uh for another three weeks about whether she can get her car Mm. uh it's dude it's insane i apologize because um, I sang the praises of our friend Jim, and I said I was going to play his theme on the last show, and I didn't. So I'm going to do that now. He fucked up again. Ha ha. <laughs> Jim. Jim's on the podcast. Ooh, Jim. Jim's sitting right here. Ooh, Carnival personnel won't be the same. Jim is joining the podcast. Joining, joining, joining the podcast. Who voted for Trump? Jim, he's joining the podcast. Though he should be ashamed, because his podcast is lame. Jim is his name. Jim. I probably will. There's probably three seconds of dead air where I left that there to find it, and I I, I blew past it because. How uh, about like timestamp it now? Like right, like look, look at the look, at the, look at the time. Write a note. You know what? You know. Or I can scream real loud. Now I'm pinning. It's the opposite of silence. Uh, I'm a pill. No, you're fantastic. Uh, so cyanide pill. You know, <laughs> you know. So so. Joe, Joe didn't admonish me in any way, but he did point out in the chat with Tony V. Yes, we both we both uh, mentioned some folks we know in the industry. I mentioned a couple, and you're like, yeah, it wasn't a name dropping thing, but I did. I you know, and I think it's like, hey, I'm not just this slub with a tiny podcast that only Taylor and All Star listen to. <laughs> I, I Biff won't listen to this episode. I guarantee, you know, Biff won't listen to this episode. But it's like, hey, I'm on equal footing with you, even though you're about a thousand steps ahead of me. Um, but but I bring that up because uh, in passing, with a text conversation the other day, I was reminded of a fact that I knew that I forgot. When I saw that the movie CB4 was going, uh, was on my friend's Plex, and I'm like, oh, right. Uh, you know, Bill Faye produced this. So I took a screen grab of it. I sent it to Bill and said, hey, I just put this on the watch list for me and Joe next time we get together. Um, you know, it's like, it's Chris Rock, it's so and so, so and so, it's Chris Elliott, who we love. Yeah. And, and that's when Bill's like, oh, I told you I was the studio producer on the network side for get a life. And I'm like, Oh fuck. That's right. Wah, 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 wah. Wow. And, 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 and for, for three years now, I've been, I've been threatening. I, I, th- I think threatening is threatening the right word. Uh, no, I, yeah. Because according to my police report <laughs> against you, my restraining order. Yes. They uh, are I've, threats. I've been threatening to make Joe do a episode by episode rewatch of get a life. Now I'm threatening him to do it at the same time for Christmas. A couple years ago, the best gift I got was the complete box set all two seasons of get a life. And that gift, they sealed, sealed, still uh, sealed that. No. Oh no. We broke it open. But, uh, but that gift was not given to me by the wife. No, it was given to me by, one Mr. Joe. So, yes. you know, I, he doesn't want to do it, but yet, you know, he doesn't want me to do the heroin, but yet shows up with a fresh bag of that sweet, sweet smack. I don't want to do a hit by hit podcast about the heroin. I just want <laughs> you to take it. 
<laughs> you know, sometimes you could just enjoy something. Now, yeah, listen, I enjoy those uh, episode by episode series podcasts where you have either people who are in, were involved with the production going back and doing rewatches and talking about behind the scenes stuff or like really good podcasters who do really good research and engaging in are engaging and provide, you know, good information about said podcasts. Uh, we are neither. So to do that and commit ourselves to what, 39 episodes. Thanks. So. Hard pass. But didn't I, didn't I send you a couple breakdowns of real deep dives about the, when, when I did a background deep dive, you know, cause Chris Elliott is a paper boy, lives at home, yada, yada, yada. But he is the king of a group of like six paper boys. I read the credits of all those paper boys who are like 12 and did a, Hey, this one went on to do this. This one went on to, I did my research. I know. And uh, you on know two what, episodes, I... the other 37. <laughs> When I saw that uh, breakdown, I thought, you know what? This could have been spent on playing more Missile Command or Galaga or something <laughs> more productive. My family, time with the wife, no, no, being no. a dad, learning a language. <laughs> <laughs> like with Duolingo, today's sponsor. I don't know. Um, we don't have sponsors. So, so we're not talking the awful of politics. I will say uh, Mitch McConnell is stepping down. Um, but it turns out, like, he's stepping down his leadership, but he still has, like, 14 more years on his term or something like right. that. Right. His term ends in um, January of 2027. So he's stepping down, like you said, as, like, the as the Republican leader or, or whatever the fuck. The, Senate, the Republican the Senate, Senate leader. The yeah. Senate leader, yeah. So, But that don't mean anything. He's going to Diane Feinstein that thing all the way to 2027. 100%. And, and, and. I when I when people are like, oh, he's the worst. I'm so glad he's going to be stepping down. It's like I can't help but circle back to the episodes we've had, you know, Professor, you know, Chris Cook on, uh, you know, professor of civics professor at the University of uh, Pennsylvania, Pittsburgh, when he reminds us like things like, oh, yeah. Um, um, oh, the Democrat from West Virginia there. Uh, Mansion, mansion, who's a piece of shit. It's like, right. He's a piece of shit. I agree. I'm all on board. What, you know, he's you're the not best. Gonna, he's the best, right? He's the best that West Virginia is going to have to offer as far as democratic candidates. So, 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 so that's the thing. It's like, you know, when, when, when McCarthy, you know, was chased out of the speaker thing, it's like, Oh, that piece of shit. He's gone. The guy they replaced him was just worse. You know, it's, it's a hardcore, you know, Trumper, you know, and a Christian fundamentalist, a That's white why he was nationalist. Right. Right. And so, you know, who's ever going to replace Mitch is not they're not going to promote, uh, uh, you know, as close to a centrist Republican as you can get. It's probably Mitt Romney. What's Marjorie Taylor? Green? Oh, she's a congressperson. Yeah, okay. she's, she's a congressperson. Right. Right. I mean, uh, uh, you know, right. Congressperson. Yeah, yeah. Right. But 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 I mean, I mean, what are they going to do? Representative. Sorry. Representative. We, that's the other thing. Like we're so like political minded. No, Congress is both the House of Representatives right. and Senate. So And and it's it's funny because senators have six year terms. Um and uh, Congress people have two. 
reps representatives reps yeah. Yep. Con- Congress, Congress reps have to. Anyways. Um, so, yeah. So it's like, yeah, I'm not celebrating. You know, I- I'll celebrate if he has another reboot freeze up at a mic, you know, and he's trapped in a time loop in his hell where he's held accountable for all the shit he's done. But but anyways, you know, that and the fact that SCOTUS is going to make a couple awful rulings this week saying that the former guy can't be prosecuted. So fuck you, which will be an awful day. But it's also. It's also one of those things. It's like, okay, so and November, things don't go our way. Maybe Joe says, you know what? I'm still president. The election doesn't count. You know what I mean? It's like he won't. He won't. And, you know, that site wouldn't do the things that that site did. But it does open the floodgate for more awful. And that's about all I can stomach talking about unless you want to linger on. You want to talk Ukraine or uh, Gaza? I have a couple of things to say about Israel. Okay. One, um, <laughs> no, this is where you insert five minutes of bleep. <laughs> um, uh, so as far as gaming, uh, before we find out what you've been getting from the library, I've noticed uh, Fortnite, Overwatch, and Roblox have come back into my kids' orbits and maybe six months ago, all three of those games were so dated and, you know, you're still playing Overwatch type thing. Uh, and I'm not sure why, but there's been a resurgence in those three. They're probably adding more content. That's what it is. It's like these things, you know, they, they like Fortnite added like, you know, a couple of months ago, they added like Peter Griffin as a playable character. So, you know, that's. I guess that's the appeal for these types of games, these, you know, um, battle Royale and sort of like multiplayer online games is you can inject new characters or licenses or whatever it is for, from other IPs into the, 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 these games and it draws a new audience or it reinvigorates the old audience. It's like, yeah, things grow stale. I mean, like, honestly, like I know like if we had the same, like say you had the Atari 2600 and only the Atari 2600 for like, I don't know, seven years. And all you had was Missile Command. You'd just keep playing Missile Command, right? You wouldn't stop playing Missile Command, right? Uh, it's still set up right there in my <laughs> office. I mean, it's not, I can't reach it with my arm, but it's it's literally two steps away. <laughs> right. But I mean, what I'm saying is that like, you know, things get old if, if they don't get updated now, especially with uh on like multiplayer games it's kind of like well you know i've already there's only so many n words you can listen to until <laughs> by n words i mean like of course i'm, I'm more of the call of duty side of the audience right of, right right you know where those kids uh you know don't adhere to the uh woke social uh, norms regular, of society yes yes, yes. um that's interesting I, i've honestly i've never participated in one of those online multiplayer games i couldn't that that's that's literal hell to me like i couldn't stay i like video gaming by myself or maybe with a friend or family member next to me like couch co-op that's that's fine you know or even like mario kart you know where you don't talk to the other players it's fine or like i was playing the years ago i was playing tetris 99 where i was competing against other anonymous players for the you know uh the number one spot and I did achieve it once. I did get number one, and then I retired from the Tetris ninety nine. I was like, I got it. Where were you it. gonna go? Where That's were you it. gonna go from there? I'm not gonna try to like participate in the Maximus Cup, 
or you know whatever events that they have online still they still have citrus 99 stuff but anyways yeah that's probably why the Fortnite is coming back they're adding new things they it's like uh, malibu stacy on the simpsons but she has a new hat you know like it's like it's the same <laughs> old sexist doll yeah 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 but she has a new hat <laughs> um uh, and, and are you playing anything right now not right now um, you're talking to me but what we right. hang um that no, no, i'm just kind of like uh, noodling around they i saw that uh no what am i what, no 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 that, that's a long stammering way to say no i'm not playing it really anything new uh, i'm still enjoying a couple of those vr games uh, that uh, i rented from the library i have yet to return them uh pry it from my cold dead hands public library <laughs> hey. let's see the librarians try to track me down could you take my sister in a fight no okay no. and i no. mean it like like could you take all right no i okay. could not take anybody so... in a fight especially your sister <laughs> no oh put me against an infant i will lose um dude uh, you just said something i'm going to circle it back for a second it's not going to drop for a few weeks. Tony V's funeral arrangements. <laughs> funniest thing you've ever heard in your life. Oh God. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we, we, a little teaser there. Yes. He has an idea for what he wants to do during his funeral. And it's, uh, it's quite original and quite brilliant. And, um, Yes, yeah. I, I'm jealous of that we didn't think of it first. Well, if if he passes before me and he doesn't do that, you and I are making a blood oath, despite what you know, you know what significant what our family members want from us. You know, we know, we we know, <laughs> and, and 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 if I'm the one driving the hearse or vice versa, you know what to do. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, hey, you know what? Uh, you and I don't watch any sport. Uh, maybe, maybe I can get Biff to send me a a text voice message, you know, and, and and I'll insert it here, and he can bring us up to speed if he wants on sports right now. He forgot to insert it again. Sorry, folks. Sorry. <laughs> this is a test. This station is conducting a test of the emergency broadcasting system. This is only a test. This is a test of the emergency broadcasting system. The broadcasters of your area, in voluntary cooperation with federal, state, and local authorities, have developed this system to keep you informed in the event of an emergency. If this had been an actual emergency, the attention signal you've just heard would have been followed by official information, news, or instructions. This concludes this test of the emergency broadcast system. Uh, so what are you watching on the old uh, on the old telly? Well, let's see. Um, I thought I oh well I watched that Gary Mule Deer uh, documentary that you spoke of last uh, podcast. That was uh, that was a good one. I um, what else am I watching? Um, mostly. Mostly YouTube type stuff. I haven't really watched a lot of scripted. I, I watched a couple more episodes of 
the John Stewart Daily Show. I don't. I care not for the others so much. I watch the Monday episodes. Yes, I'm an old white man who likes my old white host. <laughs> no, I like the old, you know, two thousands uh host of the daily show it's uh, i know you 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 checked out on daily show because no i i did i did i did and I, I stick by it but did you see the thing about his dog absolutely dude uh management had me watch it because you know long story short he's had a dog you know blah 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 he got from a rescue special need three legs and every night there's a three-legged pit bull that sleeps on me you know yeah. and it's like and and we buried my you know my soulmate like five years ago that i'm not over so to see him like that it's just right. I, I just wanted to hug him yeah you, you know? know it was it, it was uh it was uh very um real like it, that's why i like watching Jon Stewart despite his you know penchant for both sides is you know uh, goofy in politics um although he did address that in the second episode like he got he he heard the backlash of people not liking his first day back and kind of you know calling Joe Biden a little you know um in you know, a little uh, discombobulated if you will um and Anyways, but yes, the, the the thing last week with uh, his his dog, and when he said uh, uh, in a world of good boys he was the best. Oh, right, even as you're saying it, I, I'm yeah. you know I'm taking a I'm pushing the mic back and I'm, I'm yes. take, taking a push and pushing the collect. feelings way down, way down, yes. way. Oh, way that's gonna down. take a lot of ice cream to push way down. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it is. I you know I will say on the other hand, Seth Meyers had his tenth anniversary show. Wow. And do you know who his first guest was on his first show? No. Amy Poehler. Oh, okay, yeah. And his second guest on his first show, Vice President Joe Biden. Oh. So on his 10th anniversary, guess who his first guest was? Amy, Amy Poehler. Poehler. <laughs> guess who his second guest was? Vice President Joe Biden. President Joe Biden came <laughs> oh, out after yes. Amy Poehler. Of course. It's like, and, and it's like, dude, he, look. But they told him he was first. <laughs> <laughs> you know, then they made a whole joke about that, that like, what a good sport. That he, And think about the scheduling to have to, that be a surprise, because it wasn't announced. You know, it wasn't, yeah. hey, for the 10th anniversary, he's coming back, you know. So um, you're saying the government can keep a secret. Hmm. Exactly. Right. Don't. Praise the machine. Um, How does it I will, keep up with the news like that? I, I will say this. There was a couple moments where he was talking a little longer than he should. But the humility, the humanity, and the humor. It's like, dude, that's – that's he, he literally is your Uncle Joe. You yeah. know what I mean? He is – yeah, he's going to have a couple of things here and there. But as a person and, – and then there was a couple he's times – my mother's brother is what you're saying. Uh, yeah. <laughs> he he – um, the great thing was he uh is that who you're named after your mom's brother that's right no i don't know i'm named after my dad that's what that's what your dad tells you uh, maybe the, my dad was my mother's brother oh my oh! god uh, uh. anyway uh yeah joe joe was gonna do uh to 21 23 and me but he did ancestry.com instead and got his results i got Damn. 22 in me instead <laughs> <laughs> but uh it was really funny they did the, the they were showing these uh dark uh dark um dark biden biden things yeah and he's like what do you think of those and he stopped 
He looked at the camera. He put on the sunglasses. I'm not a fan. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> he played along. It was good. Uh, but what I'm watching is season two of Good Omens. Oh, yeah. Dude. I mean, I mean, those two guys, um, Tennant and uh, Sheen, like just, dude, they're, they're brilliant. And, and look, I know enough about uh, the book of make-believe. I'm sorry, the Bible. And, and, and Catholicism and all the tenants and stuff like that to get all the awesome references um and 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 they they're really great with them they're really it's it it is one of those things where it does not bash religion but the two angels you know one one for you know one a fallen angel and one an angel uh, have discussions about dude Really, you know, did that make sense to you? It's like, <laughs> wait, wait, you're you're really taking Job's children? Why? <laughs> right, picking apart the Bible. You, yeah. you know, uh, we we we. I I have to drag you, or we have to drag each other to yeah. see the Book of Mormon. My I, gosh, I, I mean, I, I was thinking, I was actually re-listening to the um, soundtrack the other day because, like, I'll be driving and then like a song will come in my head and I'm like. Oh yeah, that's a good song. I'm gonna, you know what? Let me just play the entire album on my phone, um, and it's a, I can sing along. And, and you know what? When I sing along to a song in my car, I sound exactly like the recording. One hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. It's um, it's not, it's it, it's not uh, a delusion at all. But uh, yeah, you have to see the show. Cause just, I I need to talk to you about this show no, we before will... you are dead. Look, the way it works. You know the way it works. You're just going to have to call management, say, is he doing anything this day? No, we're going to see this. Like, I, like, how often do I say, hey, Joe, this is where we're going on this day? Why don't I just, like, show up in a white van, put a hood over your head and throw you in it? And then we just, you know, like, then your family will think you were kidnapped. Oh, they'll be distracted. Please. You know, they'll be, you know, while they're busy filing police reports and talking oh, to the press. Filing police reports. Uh, <laughs> Sorry. Selling my comics and collectibles, uh, maybe. Deep, yeah, deep, yeah. When they're busy fumigating the room, thank you. Then okay, there you go. Uh, we'll be watching a, a class. You know, I mean, honestly, I, do. I, I don't have seventeen hundred dollars to buy yeah. a, a ticket. Well, you know what you have to do. I mean, honestly, it, it, it's the songs. It, it's like, look, I've seen great high school plays. And so have you, you know, it doesn't have to be Boston. It doesn't have to be Broadway. If there's, if there's a theater in Rhode Island doing it. And no, the there isn't. Are, that's, oh. a, that's, a, that's why they uh, either touring, like yeah. there's a touring group. Like once they, once they close on Broadway, then they put that out for like, they license it to all like the middle schools. And by the way, not the most diverse cast. I am sorry well, it, to say. It can't be. Unless you have, you have one or two options. If you're doing the book of Mormon and you're doing it realistically, it has to be nine flavors of white. Yeah. And it's all boys or hello, or what's wrong with me? Or you like boys. I'm sorry. Or, or you go Hamilton. Yeah, <laughs> you go full on Hamilton. There's no in between. Yeah, you know what? Maybe this this one guy should be, you know, a Dominican. No, yeah. no. You, you know, speaking of speaking of that, it's funny. I was talking about this with my, my wife in the car. We were talking about shows that, like, we saw a couple of shows that went to Broadway first at the American Repertory Theater in in Cambridge near Harvard, and like they they start there. You know, like there was one show like a jukebox musical for uh, Jagged Little Pill, like the. Alanis Morissette jukebox musical. It was pre-COVID. We saw it. We liked it. Went to Broadway for a time, and then COVID killed it. 
this other show came out. It was a revival of a, a musical called 1776. And, it, you know, there's a movie version out, out there, but it's basically, it's a musical about the founding fathers, but it's all played historically accurate for the most part. This is a more like played by all women and all like racially diverse, mostly non-white uh, women. And she was telling me like, yeah, it did go to Broadway, but then like as the, as people were dropping out of the cast, they were recasting them with white women. And it's like, but wait a minute, isn't that the, isn't the whole point of the show non-white people portraying these traditionally white historical figures and showing the founding fathers actions from a non-white point of view. And, you know, it's the same like, people who are fine with that were furious about a black mermaid. <laughs> yes. Right. But then, it, yeah, but it's like, eventually like it, if you're going to have like a, a more, a more white cast, it's like, well, why don't it, it's like, you wouldn't do that with Hamilton. You know what I mean? Like it, right. there's a, it is a point. Like there's well, a reason why you, you wouldn't, uh, you wouldn't, right. but the maybe, GOP would. <laughs> I, right. I, I guess in Branson, Missouri, you would. Yeah, you know, right, right. Yeah. The, 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 the uh, Fox news presentation of Hamilton. Right. The Salt Lake city, uh, you know, players, uh, players, the, yeah, the Mormon tabernacle choir presents Hamilton. Um, anyways, I'm digressing. So yes. Well, digress your way into a parenting tip oh i wish i could Boy, no you could I... you know look hey you've you've had you've had some growth moments over there in arlington uh yeah, with privately with, 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 oh with, I'm, I'm sorry but, yeah, hey no hey hey <laughs> don't fucking live stream it come off our only fans if you don't want people to know that you know hey, you're my only subscriber so it's kind of like <laughs> i can't let you down i just can't you know, you pay your money, you're going to get what you paid for. Uh, anyway. Money well spent. My parenting tip is uh, keep your kids off of OnlyFans. I would say, like, <laughs> you know, get a, get a real job. And, you know, they say entertainment's, you know, a more viable option. Not all entertainment, okay? <laughs> you know, like, let's let's at least start at, like, the grocery store. You know, like, let's bag, a, you know, start as a bagger. You know, it'll humble you. It'll, you know... Um, make you appreciate the, uh, the 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 more menial tasks and, and jobs that you take for granted, you know. And it'll, it'll teach you, you know, hard work and all. That. And it'll teach you also how to resent a corporation. Hello, you know, you know? the man, right? The white man. So here's my parenting tip. We we sometimes have fun with these parenting tips, kind of a little tongue in cheek. Some would say cheeky. Um, Nobody has said that, but I'm saying some could. Maybe some could. I heard two ringy dingies. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I gotta mute the phone there. I'm being you know, summoned. Um, listen, I wasn't pushing sports on the kids. Never did. Never would. Um, they've done jujitsu or some form of martial arts, boxing, kickboxing, Muay Thai. As we moved place to place, you know, kind of to to switch things up was never in it for belts, trophies, medals, just two or three times a week to get them out of the house. And the, and the rule of thumb was, um, the two rules of thumb was like, you have to do it until you're, you're proficient enough to keep me from putting you in the car or till you have something else. Like if you find your own things and, and, and they found their own things over the last couple of years, um, 
and we, we've taken breaks so you know here and there but if they're in between sports more than a month or two look we're going to go back to this once or twice a week there's there's always been that pushback uh the oldest one lifeguarded all summer uh really liked it uh sense of independence all this great then unthinkably played high school football and then rolled right into swim team and and, and liked it and he lifeguards on saturday he comes to me uh uh middle of january you know a few weeks before swims over and says hey when this is over i'd like to do jujitsu again or maybe do boxing again i you know i want to keep something going he's feeling good about himself um he looks great but he it's one of those things where he hit that point where he realizes it feels good to feel good type thing um and we've been going to the gym a little more and so I reached back out. He's like, I'll do jujitsu if we can't find like a boxing or more type place, but I really want to box as well or, or, or something like that. I said, okay, the place we used to go now has boxing. It's a small gym. It's great. Here's my parenting tip. Careful what you wish for. Cause we are now at that point where he is proficient enough to keep me from putting him into the car, <laughs> but he wants to go. So now if I don't feel like driving him, he He's can you in put the car. me in the car. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that's my parenting tip is it's a hellscape of my own creation. You were the chosen one. <laughs> you were supposed to destroy the Sith, not join them. <laughs> but yeah, that's where, that's where we are, Joe. That's where we are. Oh, the hunter has become the hunted. Oh man, yeah, it's um, it's a crazy ass world, ain't it? Well, you know, um, well that that third ding on the wall. Remind? No, I'm uh, I, that that uh, that's the end of the podcast. I have uh, no out. I have no way to close this. I want to thank Jacques for you know dragging me to uh, all those comedy shows over the past couple of weeks and future comedy shows. Um, you keep putting me in the car because I will never be able to stop you from putting me in the car. Um, and it's my own car. And that's the other thing. It's like, it's like I'm, for some reason, I'm feeling compelled to drive myself to these places and, um, you know, go and join you. But because I like, I, I, I like to, to spend the, the quality time with you, whether we're laughing at your jokes or laughing at other jokes or laughing at the lack of laughter at other people's <laughs> jokes. Either way, laughing is involved, and that's that's the bottom line. You know, that's why that's why I'm still here. Um, and he won't let me stop <laughs> ever. But um, that's enough, and it's enough for now. Um, I, I stay tuned for next week's uh, sideshow with um, with, uh, with 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 Sarah infinity um and uh, infinity takagi thank you i, I just uh, takagi yes uh, takagi oh, oh I, I'm, I'm remembering i'm remembering and it's no slight against her honestly i forget my children's names i'd be like you like when i'm i can't remember half people's names i'm losing my mind is what i'm saying cry for help 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 i need assistance <laughs> you know if this is uh it's not I can't see. I know you're saying rap or something like that. I can't tell. You have to hold it next to your head, genius. Like, uh, <laughs> uh, yes, I like man, woman, camera. These are the things. <laughs> these are the things. I have the I have the world's greatest memory. 
I I don't I can't even I I'm so, I'm so good at remembering it's unbelievable I remember everything you said you said something you said camera you said man you said camera I remember it all this is fantastic I remember the beginning of the podcast when I did an impersonation of Macho Man Randy Savage he was the incredible his uh, sister was Elizabeth you know that his sister and he pretended to be married to her on the in, in the ring did you not know that yes that's right Elizabeth was married I believe to Macho Man Randy Savage and they were brother and sister I think that's the case I forget uh, no, wait, I don't forget because I have the perfect memory. And I remember it correctly. I remember I was Macho Ren, Randy Savage, actually. I died. I came back as Donald J. Trump, your 49th president. Uh, and I'm saying that because I will be president again um, uh, three more times. I will be the 47th, 48th, and 49th president because this country has a bad memory. I have a good memory. I remember everything of the most perfect memory. I told God, I said, hey, this, this memory, it's the perfect memory. And he said, I know I gave it to you. And I said, no, I took it from you. And he, um, and he didn't argue. He didn't argue. You know why? Because I'm God now. And when, I, when, I, when you take the memory from God and give it to yourself, then that makes you God. And uh, as God, I will uh, first, uh, I, will, I will wreak havoc on all of my enemies. And I have lots of enemies, lots of enemies. You wait and see all the enemies I wreak havoc on when I become president again. And I'll make myself president because I'm God. I'm God. I'm, I'm God of all of the, uh, all the presidents. All the presidents answer to me. We all, we all play poker at my house because I'm God. I can have all the dead presidents. I have Lincoln over. I have uh, Tyler over. I have Monroe. I have Washington. I have Jackson I have Kennedy. My memory. This is what I'm talking about. The best memory in the world. And I'm. I. 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 Did I mention I took God? I took the memory from God and put it in my. That, that's why I have the best memory. God. He can't. He, he. He's not a very. Not a very good God. That's why I'm God now. I. I'm a better God. That's why I outgoded him. I. 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 We took a poll and they said, "Who do you want to be God? Do you want God?" God, hello, I'm God. Oh, look at me. I'm creating uh, uh, the universe. Oh, I, I can't stop shaking my hands. That's God, the old God. He's gone. New God, me. I'm the perfect God. You want it? You want? You want a flat Earth? I'll give you the flattest <laughs> Earth. The Earth will be the flatter than uh, Hillary's tits. I'm sorry. That's that's disrespectful. That's disrespectful to flat tits because Hillary's are flatter. Hillary's are like zero. She has non tits. She has negative tits. And I can say that because I'm God president. I'm president God. President God. You want the end of the podcast? I'll give you the end of the podcast. Uh, watch this. I'm God. I can end a podcast whenever I want. Whenever I want. You wait and see. This pod, It'll be the endest podcast you ever heard. You won't want to listen to another podcast when I end this podcast. The podcast is over. You are you missed it. The, you, we're after the end of the podcast. The podcast ended two seconds ago. You forgot to stop it because I took that uh, image. I took that from you. I was not. You weren't able to do that because I I made you listen past the end of the podcast. I'm not even impersonating Trump anymore. I'm impersonating God because this is what God sounds like now. God. <laughs> that wasn't silence that was another that was an ai language that only ai could listen to and i gave them a command i told them to to turn off the podcast so that you can't listen to 
what I'm about to say next because what I'm about to say next will end all podcasts, not just this podcast. Are you ready for it? Are you ready for this? Don't forget. back I can't understand why I act so ethnic and so off the boat when all I am is a watered down stroke I never stood out So I shined up me forehead And grabbed me a stout I pinned all me pants And got a brush cut I never wear socks And I act wicked tough With friends named McGee, O'Hallahan, and O'Flaherty. We act so Irish and so Gaelic, but all we are is just watered down pricks. Little, 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 little,